Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Thursday. What's going on? Welcome to the show. I'm back two days in a row. Let's go. Let's radio this thing. I like using radio as a verb. Let's radio together. Bill Ryder with you. Hope your 2024 is marvelous so far. Some things are new. Some things are fresh. Some things aren't. Tom's here at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. Phone numbers. I'm saying the the Twitter handle is the same. Tom, relax. Phone number is the same. 855-212-4CBS. Still are, is the, uh, the LL Bean style with the black undershirt. Good morning, Tommy. You look pretty, pretty, Danny. What's going on? You dressed up today? Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday, Junior, to you. This is new. This is Christmas gifted LL Bean pullover. You you made fun of me this morning when you saw me. You said that that I. Why don't you just repeat it? <laughs> Do you really want me to repeat you it? Start. You're wearing a yellow shirt. This is a Barcelona shirt, buddy. Barca plays today. Three thirty your time. You usually don't wear loud colors. It's Catch a, it up. That's a lot of yellow. Catch it on the train, pal. Soccer! You even snuck in a soccer question to buy or sell. Yeah, I did. I know. What's wrong? I saw it. What's wrong? I, I spit up my coffee a little bit. What's wrong with you? You okay? Are they okay? No. No. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be because Ephraim Salam's on the show. I'm sure he has some words for you. Henry, my son, wants to go to a Rams playoff game. Maybe we'll sign that to you. That way I don't have to pay for it. Um, We'll get into some consternation and frustration with the Eagles, we'll do some NFL bets on what's been a pretty mediocre gambling season so far. We still got a shot at 500, though, so let's see if we can forget the VIG, the Jews. Who can't? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Tommy. Details don't matter. Um, a little bit of fallout from Jimmy Kimmel and his aggressive and excellent response to Aaron Rodgers. That happened on the uh, the other radio show. We'll let you listen to to some of that. And I've got a surprise question for Tom. It's not a surprise anymore because you probably saw the show tweet. Why are you shaking your head? Get up. Not everything has to be planned, Tom. You don't have to be in the loop on everything. I would prefer to be, and you know I would prefer to be. You'll be cool. I might have you get a drop. I might have Doug, who does imaging for us, all the sounds here, designed like a surprise Thursday or surprise Wednesday. And when I tell you, push it, and then I just I will do an entire show that I didn't tell you about. Everything we talk about beforehand, I'm not going to do. Sounds right up my alley. Uh, I'm going to do some NFL long shots today. I want you to just think about teams that have or can make the playoffs that are, and by the way, the Chiefs don't count. Can't pick the Chiefs as an NFL long okay? It doesn't count. The Rams would be an NFL long shot. Back to the drawing board. Here we go. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to call us. I even got the call screener up. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I make time to it, but it's up today because I know you're calling. 855-212-4CBS. Twitter, sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Joel Embiid is having a historically outstanding season. 
and even by the standards of the reigning, MV, of reigning MVP. I did not vote for him last year, but at this rate, we'll have to, as will everyone else. Even by the standards of a reigning MVP, even by the standards of, I think, a person who is unequivocally a top three player, he is having, by far, the best season of his career. And all of it, for me, is not leading to some crowning glory and achievement that is certain if it continues. I think this becomes the season where we know whether or not Joel Embiid is an all-time great or another version of James Harden. That's the direction he's heading. Look, we'll celebrate how well he's played. And the fact, I'm going to round up here. You ready for a little rounding up? The fact that he's scoring 35 points a game, he's averaging 12 rebounds per game, that he's at six assists for a big man and two blocks, which if you don't really follow block stats, who does, isn't a lot, is ridiculous. He's shooting 35% from the three-point line. He is having a season that is utterly and totally outstanding. And if he continues at this rate, and he wins his second MVP, and he's celebrated as the best player on the face of the earth, and the arguments that are out there now about how remarkably great he is continue, the only thing that will actually matter about who Joel Embiid is is what the Sixers and what Embiid does in the playoffs. Look, I think he's a, a, a great player. A great player. But he is on the verge of being James Harden. I was trying to think of, I mean, I guess he's on the verge of being Kirk Cousins if Kirk Cousins were really, really good at football. Tom, do you have anybody you want to throw in there? You brought up Charles Barkley. Yeah, maybe Barkley is, is the right comp. The only thing about Barkley that I think is a little bit different is that Barkley's career overlapped with MJ's career. And so whether it's fair or it's not fair, you get a bit of a pass because six of those seasons... Everyone just sort of threw up their hands and said, I, I guess we weren't going to win that thing. And obviously there were other years that Barkley could have gotten it done. Embiid's excellence is amazing, but that isn't the story for me. The story is there is no denying anymore that if he cannot win in the postseason, at the historical level of greatness, he has already shown that he can achieve, at least in the regular season, that is a Joel Embiid playoff problem. It's not a Sixers problem. That's not even a Doc Rivers problem. He's gone now. It's not a Nick Nurse problem. It's not a Daryl Morey problem. It's not a we're cursed as Philly fans. Maybe we should yell at our our players less aggressively problem. It is a your star isn't good enough or capable or mentally tough enough. I'm not saying he won't do it. Maybe he'll do it. But he hasn't done it yet. And he's at an age now where it has to happen. And it's not just me, by the way, who is looking at Embiid's season and saying, oh, this is more than good. This is incredible. But remember, those standards, that idea of the best season in the NBA or one of the best seasons in the NBA in the last five or ten years or God help whoever is given this, uh, this label, one of the best seasons of all time, Yes, that's great, but it also raises absolutely the fair expectation of a deep playoff run. And by deep, I mean being really kind conference finals. That's not even far enough. I'm just saying that because Embiid's never done it. Embiid's never taken Philly that far. Pat Bev, Patrick Beverly. Would you go Pat Bev, Tom? What do you want, Tom? What's your choice? I go Pat Bev. You're a, you're a nickname guy, Pretty Daddy. Smart Pretty Daddy. Pat Bev has a podcast, and it is named... It's sort of hard to interpret who's... It's the Pat Bev pod, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, he's also a teammate of uh, of Joel Embiid's. He, again, I'm not saying that Pat Bev is wrong. We'll hit this in a second. He may not be. But I don't think that Pat Bev on the Pat Bev podcast understands that this comment, while maybe true, certainly raises the level of, I think, fair expectation for what the Sixers and Embiid in particular do come April. Joel Embiid averaged 40 and 10 for an right, entire listen. month. If he finishes this season the way he's playing now, it would be the greatest season of a single player that's ever played basketball. Damn. 
That doesn't make you the best big man in the league. That makes you the best in the world. Joe, he is in a world of his own. And I don't even think it's close. I think it's a toggle between like him and the man. What? Straight up. Some five man, some centers that I've been, I played against last year that I'm playing against now that like no one says anything to Joe. Not one word. Yeah. No one can stop him. He is the most dominant player in basketball right now. And it's not even close. I don't think he needs a chip. He get a chip solidified. It's not even close. All right, before you respond the way Pretty Daddy did, who was incredulous, this is incredulous yesterday. If, it's a big if, but if you take away Wilt Chamberlain's seasons, if you take away Wilt Chamberlain as a, as a potential example, because Chamberlain had, I mean, statistically, 8 of the 10 or, or, or 8 of the 11 or 12 greatest seasons in NBA history. The guy averaged 50.4 points per game the year he scored 100 points in a single game. I tend to discount those those stats because of the error that he played in and the absurdity of it. I think, I mean, Wilt Chamberlain is an all-time great. Wilt Chamberlain's not averaging 40 points per game in the modern NBA, I don't think. Maybe he's having an Embiid season. He's amazing. So let's just say modern era. Let's just say modern era. Okay. The next closest person when you when you take away Wilt seasons is, is Michael Jordan, who averaged, so it goes Wilt at 50.4, then Wilt at, basically, I'm going to average up, 45 MJ at 37, then a bunch of Wilt seasons again, and then you get into Harden, average 36.1 points per season, okay? Kobe, average 35.4 points per season. You've had certainly LeBron James seasons, and his best seasons are not the ones where, where, where LeBron averaged in the 30s, where he averaged 27-28, but was near a triple-double, was the defensive player of the year, caliber player, didn't win the award and in those seasons, and would have steals and blocks that were much higher than whatever you want to categorize LeBron as guard, forward, hybrid. So Embiid at 35, 34.8 points per season, you're, you're looking at, in the modern era, the third or fourth or fifth potentially highest scoring total in the history of the game, which is amazing for a center. I mean, it really is. And the six assists is astounding, especially for a center. And he's obviously averaging 12 rebounds per game. And the guy's blocking shots. And he can stretch the floor and he can shoot. And he's a defensive force of nature. I actually don't think Pat Bev's take is utterly and totally outrageous. If you take Will Chamberlain out of the equation, personally, I would put Jordan's 88-89 season maybe ahead of that. I mean, I put a lot of Jordan seasons ahead of most guys' seasons. I put Jordan's 95-96 season probably ahead of that. But look at... Look at James Harden as an example, and I'm sorry, Sixers fans, if, if we're triggering you know some, some some bad reactions because I know that Harden was a Sixer and his exit was painful, but I think he's actually the perfect comp for Joel Embiid. If I can go multiple sports to make this comparison easier, Joel Embiid has the chance, and I'm putting aside all the all the political stuff and the and the and the arrogance and the obnoxious. I'm just talking sports now. If Embiid wins a championship in the next few years, at a minimum. He's Aaron Rodgers, which to me propels you into pretty amazing territory, right? All-time great talent, not the greatest of all time, but, but sort of in that second tier of conversation. NB gets one ring, all of a sudden you start to reevaluate exactly how you view him. And all of his successes over the years is not framed through but, but it didn't matter in the postseason, but he turned into a pumpkin when the clock struck the second round of the playoffs, but it wasn't real, real because when the pressure was on, it, it wasn't, 
it wasn't able to be lasting. But when teams focused on tactically Embiid over a seven-game series, it turned to nothing. It turned to dust, a handful of dust. That but changes, and it becomes, it becomes oh, and. Embiid has a ring, and he did this, and he had this season, and he was amazing, and he was dominant, and he was a standard big man in the 70-day sense with all the things now we expect from every player, big men included, in, in this particular era, in this particular century. So there's this world where Embiid becomes, and, and we, we focus on top 10 NBA players of all time as a, sort of our standard. I've shifted it to 12, but the reality is every five years, we need to probably expand it to, you know, 14, 16, and then 18, 20, because we're, where does Kevin Durant fit in? We're adding players into the mix. Embiid wins a ring, and there's a very legitimate conversation. He's a top 20 player of all time, which I think is a huge standard. That is not a put-down the way that it might have been 20 years ago. There's a lot more guys that are in the league and that play in the league. But Embiid's never shown the ability to do that. He has faded in games over the course of his career. And this is not a team sport the way that football is outside of maybe the quarterback position. This is not baseball. In the NBA, if you're the best player on your team, your team rises and falls largely with your ability to play well. And that's a fair standard. If you're the best player in the league, if you're the MVP, your team is supposed to rise or fall based on what you can do. See Nikola Jokic, by the way, as an example of how this can turn. I mean, that guy was amazing, won MVPs, and everybody said it doesn't translate, it's not real, it's a statistical anomaly that doesn't actually matter in crunch time. Then his team got healthy, and and, and Jokic carried those guys, that Nuggets team, to a championship last year. Maybe Embiid can do it. And I, I do think it's reasonable to suspect the possibility that maybe Harden being gone is a massive boost. In fact, we can remove the maybe. That's a massive boost. And maybe Doc Rivers not being the coach, a guy who would rather throw his own players under the bus than get them on it and try to steer them to sort of, sort of successful destination is a plus. In fact, we can strike away the maybe on that too. Doc Rivers being a broadcaster is the best thing that could have happened to the Sixers. So I do think there are impediments that have been removed for Embiid. And I do think what Philly is doing is real. And I do think that Embiid's opportunity and ability to finally capitalize on his talent and not to have those bums in his way, bums in the metaphorical sense, in terms of being his teammates and coach, matters. That said, the proof will be in the, in the postseason pudding. Either he gets it done or he doesn't, and there's no more excuses anymore. Not for me. All right? Doc's gone. Harden's gone. And beyond that, Embiid is at the sort of beginning of his veteran part of his career where he has clearly maximized his ability to be outstanding in the postseason, in the regular season. And it has to translate. It does. So let's all in praise of Embiid. Pat Bev can say he's having the best season in the history of the NBA. He's not. But I don't think you should, because of the hyperbole of that, rule out how historically great it is. Modern era, right? Post-Wilt, starting with Magic and Bird and beyond. It's got to continue. We have a lot of games left. But if it continues, I mean, he could be a top five season in the history of the game. And that's pretty, Jokic last year might be one. That's pretty amazing. It means absolutely nothing. It adds up to zero. It is the equivalent of Pretty Daddy's social capital on the streets of New York when people ask him for directions if he doesn't make, at a minimum, a conference finals. The end. The end. In fact, it's the opposite. All the things that make him celebrate in the regular season, if he does not succeed in the postseason in a major way, actually point to him being a problem, a failure, mentally weak, not clutch, whatever you want to call it. That's the standard of that level of talent. So congratulations, Joel, and I'm rooting for the guy, 
But this is a two-edged sword, and you better win in the playoffs based on the year you're having. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. All right, we got a little um little follow-up to Kimmel versus Rogers, and a surprise question for, for Pretty Daddy. That's not a surprise anymore because Tom doesn't like surprises. He's all put out. But we're each going to pick a long shot or two from the NFL playoffs and make the case for that team next year on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Because the reason that Sinatra, not Nostradamus, as Tom is telling me, not Aristotle, Oh, Socrates, not Sinatra. I'm trying to think of some fancy, schmancy names. On CBS Sports Radio. I mean, in fairness, Sinatra is a fancy, schmancy name, right? Are you a Sinatra fan? Do you like his music? Are there people out there who don't like his music? I, I swear to you, if you had said no, I was going to tell you not to speak again for the week, and I was going to mean it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Start spreading the news. D-Cell's the best. Uh, this portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. Uh, 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Just talking about Embiid, where he ranks, his excellence, and at least for me, how you cannot put him on this lofty pedestal until, if, maybe when, it's a maybe, he has real success in the postseason. And, and I said conference finals. He's got to win a championship eventually. He has to to be at whatever level Pat Bev or others think this season, excellent though it is, indicates he's already at. Let's take a phone call or two at 855-212-4CBS. Andy is listening in Pittsburgh on Sirius XM 158. Andy, good morning. Appreciate you, buddy. You are on CBS Sports Radio. Hey there. Um, two things. Don't forget Jokic and everything. All this talk about Wilt and um, Embiid and everything, they played in bigger markets in um Philadelphia and L.A., and Jokic don't get the the credit he deserves because he plays in Denver in an unknown market. And far as Embiid goes, he reminds me of Carl Malone. Mm, All the accomplishments and everything, played for like 10 years before he could break through and get to the conference finals and then finally the finals. 
and everything. I mean, it just he he, he just like a modern day Carl Malone. Malone me. is great, Andy. Great call, dude. Thank you. You know that's that's on me. I should have thought of that. Malone is the best example in any sport of the major American sports whose legacy, memory, historical relevance is diminished incredibly. I don't think unfairly, but incredibly by a lack of a championship. And remember, Malone made two NBA finals with the Utah Jazz, had John Stockton, so had help, lost to Jordan, heartbreak. If you look at Malone's stats, because I, as an NBA writer, I'm always looking up stats and where... It's amazing how often you're you know you're looking at what Westbrook's doing, you're looking at what Embiid or Jokic, and you go into the the all-time great leaders, and just there's Malone, every single category incredibly high, but he's not even regarded as a top 10, 15, 20. We don't even bring the guy up anymore. Great, great call. Thanks for the call at 855-212-4CBS. Tom, we have a great tweet here. It makes me realize I didn't ask you. I'm sorry. I didn't ask you about you and your New Year's resolutions. Phil... In Stratford tweets at, at SportsWriter, that's me and at, at Pretty Daddy CBS, that, that's you, Tom. I, I may have missed hearing D-Cell's New Year's resolutions, but hopefully one of them was to provide Ephraim Salam with a welcoming and supportive professional environment today and throughout 2024, which obviously would be a change, because it's, it's, it's a resolution change from 23. Uh, no change here. We are all friends. Kumbaya, it's all good on my end. Anyway, it's not good. No. Um, but I don't do New Year's resolutions. That's a sham. Nor nobody holds nobody holds them for for twelve months. Nobody does. Nor do- personal growth. Nobody can do it. I'm gonna go it. to the gym. I'm gonna get physically fit. No, you're not. You're gonna do it for a couple weeks. No, you're not. I also don't do New Year's resolutions. But I have found it's a great time, and I mean this. And this is not just because it leans perfectly into you. I think it's a great time for personal reflection. And to take some time, don't shake your head. <laughs> if you could avoid me or you would. I mean, you just, you are not interested. Let's just continue you. to do what we do. Eight five five two one two. Happy New Year's, buddy. Eight five five two one two four cbs If it makes you feel better, that guy tweets at both of us. Let's lean into it, Bill. Happy Friday, Junior. There it is. It's grown on me, and it's stupid. It's a stupid <laughs> term. It can be both. It's okay. Let me just explain this to you, okay? If there were a Friday Junior, it would mean that Friday got a little, you know, got a little got a little romantic with Monday or Tuesday and then had another day, okay? And then had to name the day after himself. Oh, it's my it's my fr- it's Friday Junior. Therefore, it would have to be after Friday. Saturday can be Friday Junior. What is this time travel? Is this back to the future? Thursday can't be the offspring of Friday. Don't bog us down with all these <laughs> details. Just it, have fun with it. It doesn't work, Marty McFly. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's many things. Perfect ain't one of them. All right, happy happy Friday, Junior. Uh, we talked yesterday about the fallout from Aaron Rodgers jokingly suggesting in a way. By the way, a lot of people didn't pick up on uh, on Jimmy Kimmel. So so Aaron Rodgers made the suggestion through a joke that Jimmy Kimmel is on the Jeffrey Epstein list. Those those lists actually came out last night. Uh, not as revelatory as people thought, but confirmed a lot of what folks knew and names that we thought were already going to be on there. Uh, Kimmel has said and clearly had nothing to do with and never met, never been around. Jeffrey Epstein, was it was a lie, and threatened to sue Aaron Rodgers and called him a, 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 a jerky word. It begins with an A and ends with uh, a hole. So so that was his response. And by the way, Tom, I don't know if you saw this last night, all kinds of, and, and not to get political, because left wing, right wing, whatever, 
there's there's mistakes on all sides. But a lot of right wing Twitter accounts started putting out fake documents that that purported to show Jimmy Kimmel is a, is a sex abuser, which he's not, and. That's the kind of thing Kimmel was worried about and referenced, you put my family in danger, right? Okay. So in that context, but even before the, the list came out, even before people started to pretend that Kimmel was in there, but this is what you, you knew would happen, Pat McAfee, on whose show this this went down. Now let me give you some other context. Kimmel and, and, uh, and McAfee are, are colleagues because Disney owns, obviously, ESPN. They also own ABC, where Kimmel is a superstar and does their late-night show. So you got to think if Kimmel went on, on social media and went after Rogers on the McAfee show, he must have called Bob Iger or somebody and, been, and said some version of, what the hell? So this is McAfee. I'll let you make your own conclusions addressing that controversy. I can see exactly why Jimmy Kimmel felt the way he felt, especially with his position, but I think Aaron was just trying to talk now, did it go too far? Uh, and a lot of people, uh, Jimmy Kimmel certainly said that was the yeah. case. We and I immediately pointed happening, trying to be like, Ooh, you know. But that is Aaron and Jimmy. They've been uh, jousting a bit. I don't know, you know. So, like, we obviously don't like the fact that we're associated with anything negative ever. We like our show to be an uplifting one, a happy one, a fun one. But it's because we talk try to make light of everything. Mm -hmm. Some things, obviously, people get very pissed off about, especially when they're that serious allegations. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this. You know, not Mm -hmm. court-wise, but be able to chit-chat, move along. Because remember, you're allowed to disagree with people's opinions. You're allowed to say, like, I don't... You sound dumb. The more Mm -hmm. and more you talk, you sound dumber and dumber. And then you're allowed to just move on. Look, it was good radio, it was good TV. But let me give you a little perspective here. Let me, let me give him my perspective. First of all, unlike most of the fake apologies that are out there, you heard him, and he speeds up, sneak in the apology. We're sorry. That was, I promise you, and just I'm speculating, I don't know, 100% a requirement from his bosses. 100%. And also, and I'm going to make a statement here that's accurate, and some of you McAfee fans may not like it, and it's true, but it is what it is. I'm not going to lie to you. Clearly, McAfee's been spending some time in the break room with Doc Rivers over to ESPN and, like, picking up some lessons because that's a really adept way at throwing his buddy under the bus. Like, he, that clip is, well, you know, we didn't do it. We don't want anybody to be happy. Let me move my hands around. Uh, but Aaron, Aaron, Aaron will talk. It's, that's just a ton Aaron. Aaron did it. Aaron has to talk. Aaron's got to speak to that. We're sorry, but that was Aaron. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. It's, at least it's an apology. I'll be very curious whether or not Rogers is allowed back on ESPN and back on that show. My guess is yes, because at the end of the day, ESPN thinks that Aaron Rodgers being on is worth a whole bunch of money, right? It's worth eyeballs, and they've made a huge investment in Pat McAfee. And I don't know Pat McAfee. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not an anti-fan, right? Like, interesting show, obviously, on when, when we're on. Used to be on in this time slot. I don't know that Pat McAfee, the, it's not Pat's fault, but like I'm not sure the investment ESPN made is quite paying off on college game day. right? I'm not sure that it's quite at the return they wanted, so you've got to support that guy. i I got to think they're going to let Aaron Rodgers st- stick around, but it's going to be fascinating. And what's going to be more fascinating, maybe, is not whether Rodgers is back, but whether when they let him back, if they really think Aaron Rodgers is going to bite his tongue or apologize or stop doing it. All I know is I can't wait for Jimmy Kimmel to host whatever award show he hosts next and make the entire thing about Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Tom, are you ready for the surprise mystery question? It's not even it's not even a surprise mystery question because I told you already. I put it in the tweet. 
I I'll like do a surprise that, segment every day. This is I want look every okay. It's easy to sit here and say okay the Ravens are gonna are gonna come out of the AFC and they they played amazing. It's even I think pretty easy to say the Chiefs are gonna do it. Even though I think very very few of us think that's necessarily going to happen, it's an easy bet, right? It's an easy long shot. You can't say them. You can't say the Niners. They're obviously the best team in the NFC. You can, I don't even think you can say the Eagles, even though they're not playing very well. We'll, we'll talk about A.J. Brown later. I guess if you really you, – look, if you go with a Cowboys or a Lions or a Dolphins, you can't do it on the other side of the bracket. you got to pick one from each side. One the long Cowboys, shot, one long, long shot. I don't care what their seat is. <laughs> one the long Cowboys shot. are a long shot. Don't be a coward, okay? It's, 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 it's Friday Jr. Okay, that's fine, but then you can't take the Dolphins or the Browns. you got to go long shot and long, long shot. I'll go first. I'll go first. Ready? My long shot to win the whole thing is the Lions. Ah, the Cowboys aren't going to win a playoff. They may never win a playoff game. And my second, I mean, oh, man, can I put the Bills as a long, long shot? Might not even make the playoffs. I know. I mean, they're going to. It's a tough scenario for them not to make it. I want to say, like, the Steelers or the Texans, but I don't even remotely believe it. I feel like I'm pulling a D-cell. I'll go... You know what? I'll go Bills as my long shot, and I will go the Rams as my long, long shot. Wow, you yeah. don't believe you believe both of those. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You don't gamble. You don't ever actually think your long shot's going to happen, but you think that it's more likely than the odds that are out there. You think it's more po- possible than than not. Perfect setup for me because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Even though they're going to the be two a, seed, yeah, I think Man, you're on a limb. I think. Oh, you don't risky. believe in the Cowboys whatsoever. Risky business. You don't believe in them whatsoever to win a single playoff game. And now they're going to get home field because Long I believe the shot. Eagles are crumbling. They're going to win the division. They're going to be the two seed, like you said, and they are dominant at home. I'll take the Cowboys. That's now okay. Give me a long shot, please. After that, good, great, great, great selection. I'm taking a team whose quarterback was on the couch, Joe Flacco. I'm wacko That's for Flacco. One. Dude, don't do – you put that in an email yesterday, and I just – I didn't – I did wacko for Flacco? Wacko for Flacco. That's a Hate thing. It. It's too it's, – it's, it's like alliteration. It's too easy. That's why you got to go with the puns, you know? More um, – they ain't taking Flacco with Flacco. You know what I'm saying? Wacko right? for Flacco is better. But you have you ever used the expression wacko for – you've never said in your life ever once, man, I'm wacko for – insert anything. I've never been wacko for anything except for Joe Flacco right now. <laughs> no, fair enough. Stand corrected. You are – that was a long shot. The wacko became a part of your vernacular. Has Joe Flacco played enough to be comeback player of the year? In this handful of games that he's played? No. I agree. I don't vote for NFL awards. I vote for NBA awards. But I think you could. There's a there's a translation machine there, right? I I no, no. However, their coach has coached enough to be coached. Nick Costos, you beautiful SOB. I love that man. Is he on tomorrow? Yes, he is. We're not going to ask him questions. We're just going to praise him and thank him for. He's going to make up much of the money that I've lost. Put some. I put some money down on that guy. Let's go. All right, so your long shot was the Niners and the Ravens. Great, great stuff. (laughs) Glad I could contribute.
Who am I to criticize any radio show ever? Sports talk radio at its finest. Embiid could, could win the MVP. Oh! And you know what? Do Talk me a favor. Me. Don't tell Costos tomorrow because he already wants to make fun of me before he even gets on the air. Don't tell him my long shots are the Ravens and the 49ers because he's really going to lean into it. Can I give you some life advice? You, you don't have to take it. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Goes badly. Writing down. I wasn't going to until you told me I couldn't. Writing it down tomorrow's notes. Okay, great. Uh... We'll go at D-Cell with Nick at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern on Friday. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. All right, you know, i got to stop making funny because I need your help. I am not doing great on my NFL. I, I was doing pretty good. I was over 500, and I got cocky, and then the wheels came off. So we're going to try to right the ship with some NFL bets. Now, if I were you, I would listen I would listen to the bets. I would write them down. I would go to wherever you do your gambling, and I would do the opposite. That's my advice to you. NFL bets coming up next after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Andrew Bogish. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Welcome back into the non-12-hour version. I mean, that wouldn't be Writer Than You. That would be l- longer than all the other shows. Is that the... Oh, Tom. <laughs> Tom, get your money. Come on, man. I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. With your with your face. That's usually how I say things. <sighs> okay, on that note, <laughs> changing subjects. On CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Admit it, you now enjoy doing those rejoins that, that it took me a year to get you to do. Whoa, a year? Oh, mo- maybe more. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And by get you to do it, I think I had to ask someone above us to ask you to do it. Yeah. Why don't you just ask Tom? Oh, I have. <laughs> you see, Tom doesn't really like to do things. <laughs> Tom doesn't listen to words that I speak. Uh, stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the free Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You may not know this, but a lot of comedians out there don't actually write their own jokes. I mean, a lot of comedians have people who help them. They have collaborators. Same for songwriters. Obviously, if you're Jimmy Kimmel or any of these other guys, you have an entire list of, of, of comedians who work for you. And sometimes those folks behind the scenes should get the shine, should get the opportunity. Tom gave me a great joke in the break. But, Tom, I want you to, I want you to be able to tell your joke. Do you want me to do it now or once we get into this segment? You're right. Let's... This is why you're the producer. This is great. We're going to get into the segment of NFL bets, and then Tom's got a great joke. 
Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Bill. All right, Bill, before we get started here, I know you got a lot on the line. Yeah. Whether you finish 500 or under 500 for the regular season here, a lot happening here for you okay. this week. Talk to me. Don't make any of these picks based on quarterback matchups because every quarterback you've ever heard of is not playing this week. <laughs> Thank you for the pity laughter. <laughs> well, let's try. It's a laugh track. I just enjoyed in the break. You go. Hey, write this down. I got a. Gr- you go. I got a great joke for you. you should come back. And you should say in what you just said. It's hard to keep track who's playing, who's not playing this week. I got a great joke. But you were really excited about the joke. I mean, the, I was. But the NFL. Let's play Week 18. Let's add more games. Nobody's playing. I made up a dad joke the other day and told my kids and was so impressed and excited. And they they looked at me like I was their hero for real. And then Lori ruined it by going, I was in Pulp Fiction. I go, oh, I forgot, yeah. I thought that's, I thought of it. That's where I heard that. I go, hey, why did the uh, tomato decide to take up running? Why? To catch up. Writing that down. Where's my thought, thought I thought I thought I invented it. I'm stupid. All right, speaking of not being very bright, I uh, 41 and 44 so far this year in my in my NFL bets. That's 48 percent. We do five every week in a five and zero league, then we bet them separately. My brother and I. All right, so so at a higher rate of uh, investment than perhaps perhaps is wise. I gotta go four and one to be five hundred. I gotta go five and zero to be over. These are big, big picks, Tom. I'm confident in you. I believe. I'm in not. You. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Pittsburgh are three and a half point favorites. Lamar Jackson is not going to play. Mason Rudolph versus Tyler Huntley. But Mason Rudolph is basically, I mean, I, uh, that is kind of wins against her. I'm going to go, I'm going to bet the Steelers. They're playing for their playoff lives. Baltimore yeah. playing for absolutely nothing. Yep. I think that's the, I think that's the pick. Indy hosting Houston. A lot going could, on here. A lot going be a on signi- for that game. Could be a significant game. Probably won't be. Could be. Pass for me. Yeah, I think it's a pass for me, too. New Orleans, three-and-a-half-point favorites, hosting a dismal Atlanta team. Pass. I'm so tired of Derek Carr. I feel like we finally can close the book on Derek Carr now. Was Derek Carr just not as good as we thought he was? I yes. think he's old. Yes. We, 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 there was this narrative that it was the Raiders' defense. He never had a top-20 defense. Derek Carr is fine. He's never going to be more than fine. Let's close this chapter on Derek Carr. Love everything about. All right, Derek Carr, you're out. Uh, Detroit, you know, let's go to the games that really are really, really significant. Uh, let's just let's bop around here. Let's go to Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo, two and a half point favorites at Miami. I don't know. How's that for an answer? Miami can't beat winning teams, but they're much better at home. Buffalo is the kind of team that collapses. Help me, Tom. I love Buffalo in this game. Love you lo- Buffalo. Uh, you love, love Buffalo. Them. Love them. So do with that what you will. I think they find a way to sneak into the playoffs. And I use sneak in because they're going to be the two seed if they win this game. Then I think they might be the most dangerous team in the AFC. I mean, you always. this reminds me of that Packers team when they won the Super Bowl. 
Now, they weren't the two seed. They were the last seed, but they won a bunch of games at the end of the regular season. They beat Chicago and Green Bay to get in. If you remember, this is whatever, 10 years ago, more than that. And then they won the You're right. Momentum matters. Oh, I don't like that against Miami. No Bradley dumb, Chubb. No Bradley Chubb is true. What about the Bears at Green Bay? Green Bay, three and a half point favorites. We'll get to this in the next I know hour Justin of the Fields show. Made fun I of mean, Green can Bay. he just keep his mouth shut? Yeah, but like, do you really think that the, the Packers players are going to respond to that? Oh, he not? said that, that Green, there's nothing to do in Green Bay, and that's why they're all, the fans are so loud. Or such good fans. I mean, it's like the oldest rivalry in the NFL. Like, yeah, don't give any bulletin board material. <laughs> what about Patriots trying to salvage a little bit of self-respect against the Jets? Two and a half point favorites. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't think either of these teams have any respect left. I don't want to bet any of these games. You know what? I'm going to bet Detroit three and a half against Minnesota. I don't care who plays in Detroit. I think they're going to beat the Vikings. I'm with you on that one. That one makes I sense. Don't, I don't feel great about it. Do you feel great about the Eagles in New Jersey beating the Giants by at least five points? I do. Let's go with it. Five and a half points. Crumbling and, Eagles team. And that's a huge game because momentum, just a little bit of momentum. Good call. Pretty daddy bringing the money. And they can still win the division if Dallas loses. Philly wins, Dallas loses. Philly can still win the division. Dallas, 13 and a half point favorites against Washington. That's a huge number. I'm thinking about Ben Washington. I'm going to bet Washington. Huge number, and Dallas stinks on the road. I'm betting Washington. And the game's going to matter to a degree. Yeah, absolutely. All those games on Sunday, and what, two of them are on Saturday. And the Philly game's at the exact same time. So it's not like Dallas will know. Man, this is this is a brutal week. I don't like betting this week. Casas is the guy, because he'll like get into all the, this linebacker is out, and this cornerback girlfriend didn't win her whatever, beauty pageant or her baking school, finished second, got a B-minus or test. I don't know. He's got all the info. Those are great examples. I'm so glad I do radio for a living. What about... I'm going to bet on Chicago, bro. To cover the three and a half. There that's you go. Like, that's like doubling down because... I do have a big bet. You have a big bet for their win total I for do. the season. I do. Doubling down on the Bears the same week that Justin Fields makes fun of Packers fans when he's still trying to prove that he's the guy in Chicago moving forward. It sounds like a recipe for disaster. I think it's going to work. I think you got to believe. I mean, look, you got you got the Niners, three-and-a-half-point favorites, hosting the Rams. Who cares? I mean, I'm not going to bet on that game. You got the Raiders. Actually, Raiders-Denver is an interesting game. The Raiders are two and a half point favorites. Hosting the Broncos team, then at least if you're Sean Payton, I think you gotta be a nine and eight, I think is like you you can point to oh we're, we're over five hundred, we're heading the right direction. And remember, no Russell Wilson, Jared Stidham will get the start. Who looked okay. Probably the last time Russ will put on a Denver Broncos jersey. I can't I can't I can't bet on a Sean Payton. I can't bet on a Sean Payton team. I can't, I won't do it. Would you do it? In this scenario, yeah. 
I'll say this. I'm not sure that Sean Payton has handled things well, and I've been hypercritical of him, but I wasn't on the air. We were on vacation when the Payton versus Russell Wilson thing went down. That isn't a Sean Payton thing, and all the piling on on Sean Payton I thought was interesting because that contract is abysmal. Russell Wilson has not played up to that contract. The contract only gets more problematic if you keep him around. I mean, the $80 million cap hit or whatever the hell it is that you can spread out is not as bad as actually have him on your team. And I think it's pretty well documented that Russell Wilson's leadership is... Let's, I think the, the politest way to put it is, is a little off sometimes socially. Is that a polite way to put it? That is a problem that Sean Payton inherited, and somebody had to address it. And he knew that was part of it. Fix him or have to have an ugly divorce from him. That was part of the job when he took the job. I'm just not I'm not that confident in Sean Payton in general. I think he's been exposed without Drew Brees. I think that's the takeaway. Would you be more confident in Tampa Bay in Carolina beating the Panthers by four and a half? Remember, Tampa Bay looking to clinch the NFC South. Yeah, maybe that's a better bet. Maybe I'll throw. Maybe I'll throw in a, uh, an extra an extra bet. I already put these in. Pittsburgh over Baltimore, Detroit over Minnesota, Chicago over Green Bay, Philly over the Giants, and Washington over Dallas with their respective lines. I'm going. Just found out my brother picks his picks and then does the opposite. Awesome. Surrounded by geniuses. Starkey from Slam next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 